You're listening to the Theology of Music podcast. Follow on Instagram and subscribe to the only podcast that unpacks the good and sometimes bad theology in the songs that we sing. Welcome again to the Theology of Music podcast. My name is Joel. I am joined today by someone who actually wrote a song that we reviewed a couple weeks ago, uh, and he has not fought me yet for it, but it's called Come to the Lord. And this is Brett Perkins from the Journey Worship Co. Welcome, Brett. What's up? It is. It is good. So I'm looking at Did him. Did you much need more, more from me? Know. If you have never seen him, he is a gorgeous man uh, with amazing <laughs> hair, um, and he he is an incredible CrossFitter. Who I'm pretty sure his his Fran time is like sub two minutes, which to some people they'll understand, and to most people they're just gonna think, "What do you mean Fran time? What do you get out of here, you loser?" That's not true. <laughs> None of that's true. <laughs> I, I will say, so so Brett and I were talking before this. Brett is just, just from like what thirty minutes of a conversation, he is he by far is one of the most just kind of like holistic, good, godly people I've ever just had the encounter, my first encounter with. Like it's incredibly apparent, just in our conversation about random things, not even just this podcast, but just kind of how you're viewing your life right now. Um, you're just, you care about what the Lord would have you do and what's going on. Right. And it's not just, you're not looking at your life like, okay, well, let's see what happens next. And I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants, but it seems like you're just intentional in what you do. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, (laughs) In the 30 minutes we've talked. Yeah. That's a, that's a really, uh, generous thing for you to say, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that that's, (laughs) that's what marks my life. (laughs) Mm. Well, amen. I'm, and I think, um, you know, we, so we were talking about Journey Worship Co., right? We're talking about where it started and, and Brett's going to kind of give you guys a little bit more of a heads up with that. But yeah. if you haven't listened to Come to the Lord yet, the podcast, or even the song from that podcast, right? You really need to, because I think it encapsulates, and we talked, we joked about the bridge, you know, in my opinion, and you know, you said I receive it and I can be wrong. Um, <laughs> but we're just like, we talked about how those like those lines in the bridge show just how intentional you guys are about feeding and meeting the needs of your church and cater like not catering to what their their whims but catering to where they are like you have to meet them where they are and so i know there are probably people in your church who's you know their marriages are wrestling and they're struggling and you're like well we need to address that in a song is that is that kind of where that came from yeah absolutely we we were writing a song that was just telling the gospel from before time began to when we will see Jesus again um, and everything in between. But then when we got to the bridge, we we started thinking through our, our pastor was actually, he took a pee break. And when he came back, he had this <laughs> great idea, which most great ideas come from the bathroom, right? Amen. And Amen. Um, he said, what if we just start addressing different needs within our church? And mm. um, one of the things that we do each week with uh, the sermon prep team, we have a huge sermon prep team, which is one of my, really? it's my favorite meeting of the week. And we think through every week this jury box uh, 
which not not like Alabama jury box where you keep your rings and your necklaces. I'm talking about like a jury box that's like a microcosm of like of greater the, people. You're opening up a jury box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I got my pearls in it. That's right. Yeah. Um, but we just start we start thinking through like specific people within our congregation who are going through things and how Jesus is the answer. Um, mm. If if he really is the answer, then we can speak to as many needs in a comprehensive Amen. way. And say, come to the Lord, because he does, in fact, say, come to me, all who are weary, and I'll give you rest. And so yeah. we just started We started walking through, if you're, if you're restless, if you're needy, if you're hopeless, if you need restoring all the things, come to the Lord. And then there was a point to where a lot of bridges, people think that they need, they need to repeat or they have to like circle back around to the top. Um, but... There was just so much more there that we were like, what if this thing just builds and builds and builds and we just address the kitchen sink? And um, mm. so we went for it. Uh, if you're if you're lonely and searching, come to the Lord. Um, if your marriage is struggling, come to the Lord. And that's it. Like it hits different uh, every time, but it's been so incredible. Uh, we got to take it on the road. Uh, this summer and it's it's been so incredible to see how like there's a shift there's a visible shift in the room each time it happens because and it happens at different points but right. you just yeah. see like which which line connects to who in the moment yep. and yep. we did a lot of student camps this summer but it was interesting we we decided to do it even though it says if your marriage is struggling even though the majority of the students in the room are not married i would argue 100 percent of the students in the room were not married um hopefully but but the cool thing was there were there were parents at home whose mm. marriages were struggling and the kids know and the kids know and it gave them hope to believe that their parents are not too broken mm. that jesus can restore them too and so it was just really cool man it's, it's been really awesome we have this ministry at our church that's it's a one of my favorite ministries here called recovery and redemption. And it's a, it is what it is. It's like, it's a recovery ministry where there's people who are, uh, breaking from free from addiction and, um, all, all sorts of chains that are holding them. But we believe that after recovery comes redemption. And, Mm. um, part of, part of that is a is a worship component like we'll lead them in worship and we've done come to the lord a couple of times and it's so oh, fitting that's so cool so fitting oh. for that ministry as well and so it's just man we've we've seen the song at a funeral we've seen a song in recovery and redemption we've seen it at student camps we've we have we've led it at uh church multiple times like it's it's been really uh encouraging to see the reception yeah. of it Amen. I mean, I, I said that when I was looking at the song, I'm like, the the reason why that goes so well is because even though you're specific, you're extensive. So there will always be someone rather than with other songs. If it's only a specific thing and it, you just repeat it, there's never always going to be someone who's dealing with that. So you're going to alienate someone. But the part of corporate worship is the unity you have in Christ with those people that you're singing with. And so when you see someone raise their hands at that line, when your marriage is struggling, you're like, okay, either they know someone or it's them. And man, okay. I like, I can see them worshiping the Lord through that. And then they might see you going when, if you're lonely and searching, right. And, and there will always be a part of that, of that bridge that will apply to someone who hears it. 
And that's why I think you guys did such a great job with it because yeah. it's the gospel. Yes, is exclusive. It's not inclusive, but worship should be inclusive. Corporate worship should be inclusive to those who are in the body of Christ. Meaning we shouldn't exclude people with certain lines from accessing the father through musical worship Yeah, by just like our specificity. We should be, we should be generous, right? So not simple and, you know, vague, but generous in saying you can come to the Lord and you can come to the Lord, not just you, because this is the special sin you're wrestling with kind of thing. Right. Sorry for that rant. No, that's good. I receive it. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you say that too. Okay. So if you guys didn't already know, so Brett does, he does lead worship at his church, Journey Church in um, Tennessee. That's where his accent comes from. But uh, he also has some, he also has his own music, by the way, if you guys want to follow him on, it, on Spotify. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's called Brett Perkins. Um, Very just original. just keep blowing up those plays. Very, yeah, yeah. By his own name. Um, and then, but on the other side, he has the Journey Worship Co. So kind of Brett, walk through, like how did that even come about other than, you know, it's started from your church? Yeah, so for 10 years, I've been traveling just under the very original and unique name, Brett Perkins. And uh, But I've been at this church for five and a half years, and this church, man, has, it's flipped my world upside down. I mean, I've, the Journey Church is where my love for the Lord has grown, my theology has grown, my hunger my hunger to know more has grown. Hmm. Um, and it's, you know, the people of this church has made me a better uh, husband, a better pastor, a better dad, all the things. And yeah. um, so I've been trying to figure out how to, how to merge what's been going on on the road with what's happening at the church. Well, when COVID happened and it shut everything down, something that also happened at the same time simultaneously was a tornado ripped through uh, mm. the Nashville area and it it took away our second campus so we had this army of a worship team that was used to uh, fulfilling the roles of two worship services two worship teams right, yeah. that now we only have one service but then COVID took it away and we have nothing and yeah. I'm thinking like okay as a worship pastor at a church we have all of these creatives and a way to retain creatives would be to offer an opportunity to create. Mm. And so I had that in my mind. It was really just like a stewardship mindset at first. And then as 2020 unfolded, we started seeing all of the relative truths that culture was catechizing people with. Yeah. Um, and I say relative because they're not truth. It's, it's a right, bunch of amen. opinions. And, and even the opinions that were being presented were unclear. So it was like people had opinions that they were calling truth, and it was even unclear what they were trying to say because it broke down as, as they were presented. Mm. And so there was this heart for our people that started to really birth within us of, we have to fight for the truth of the gospel for our people so that they know how to articulate and fight for the same truths. And the truths are yeah. only found in the word of God. Amen. And so um, one of the ways that we could do that and that we could control that was uh, merging all these ideas together. Give opportunities to an untapped resource, which is mm. our people. Your people, yeah. 
to write songs for our people. And it's also at the same time giving creatives opportunities to create something that is yeah. valuable and eternal and worthwhile. And lasting. And lasting, yeah. yeah. So we started, we, we um, so at the same time of all this, we as a staff were going through um, Band of Brothers, which sounds really odd, but we were we were actually oh, watching. That I love that show. We so were watch, we were watching Band of Brothers, and we were picking mm. um, leadership nuggets from all of the uh, the different episodes, and it follows Easy Company, which I'm going to botch the the language around all of this, but like Easy I'll Company is a smaller entity of or platoon from a greater army, essentially. And yes. they're, they're leading yes. the way. Uh, and they were huge in changing the tides of the war towards Right, because uh, they were the only, uh, they were the first airborne division. Correct. Paratrooping division, yep. Yes, see all the things that I don't know you know. So there we go. This is a good <laughs> well, partnership. I just watched it, so. Okay, okay. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> I, I started thinking like, what's, you know, if you're a band and you're putting out music, you need to have a name. And... um Band names can get band names can get really came from? yeah. So band names can get really cheesy. But I thought you know, if our church is fighting for truth inside mm. our walls, then maybe we can be the front lines fighters for the truth of the same gospel uh, as we leave our walls. So Journey Worship Company. It, it's really a military reference. <laughs> I am so that that one that makes me love your name even more. And two, that blew my mind because I was like, wait, is he about to say that the, I said the it. company part came from the Band of Brothers show? It did, in fact, come from that. And so, yeah, we started writing songs and um, I had no idea really what what we were working with because I didn't know the, you know, there, there's some artists who came to town from outside of the state to, you know, be here for country music or, you know, whatever it might be. So I knew that there was some level of talent with some, but I just didn't know exactly, you know, who was going to be contributors. Yeah. So when we gathered together, I just said, listen, like there was like 16 to 18 different people who showed up over different um, writing days. Wow. Yeah. And I would put them in different groups of three to four. There were some that had like five. But I just said, listen, we're going to write two writing sessions today, a total of seven hours. If we don't come up with any songs, there's no better way to spend your time than speaking with one another and learning how to articulate the things of God better. So even if that's the only thing that comes from today, yeah. do that. But also, if only our people are the ones that sing these songs, that's enough. So that's we cool just just yeah. tried to establish this idea that like pursuing God with our gifts and learning more about Him is enough. And then He just blessed the time with so many incredible songs for our people, and uh, they've made their way outside the walls. So it's been it's been a really like that was kind of a longer that's like a long story long, but. Um, it, but uh, I still love it though. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Stop so it. anyway, that's the don't apologize. Yeah, that's the genesis of all Journey Worship Co. Who we are. Well, and you know, I think you and I were talking about this, right? You've you because Journey Worship Co. is is kind of it's on the up and up, right? Um, like I, I told you before the podcast, I I would put you guys on the same level 
as like as songwriters as City Light in the sense that like you guys have a, such a good unique sound that is is touching a certain part of the of the the I guess I hate how to describe this but like the certain corner of Christian corporate worship music right like you've got the Elevation Bethel Hillsong style which is this more synthy um, charismatic slash simplistic and then there's then there's like the reformed super reformed in quote super reformed people who write these basically just write hymns like that's all they're doing like the Gettys they're just writing hymns right and then you've got this like middle ground between the two um, which I think you you Journey Worship Co I think City of Light um, I know Matt and I like we like to think that we're in that middle ground too where we're like we'll write hymns too but we'll also write songs that are a little bit more on the other side um and like, I think you guys are there and that's, a, we need more people like that because I think for the longest time, and I'm not going to make you talk about this because I think every, you said <laughs> most of the people you've talked to keep saying, what's the problem with corporate worship? Can you tell me what's the issue? Can you, can you be negative for me? Can you, yeah. can you be a deconstructionist? No, yeah. I, but I think, I think the, the positive is we need more people who are not, not dwelling within that middle area to spite the other two but to just add another perspective that we, like you think, and I know you believe this, that like you're, you are writing truths about God to God for the church to sing that are, that you not are only are proud of, but you think the church would benefit to sing as well. Not just your church, but the, the broader church. And it's, and I know you're not writing it because you necessarily hate what Hillsong is doing, but you do see the, some of the negatives from what, what those songs create in the culture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a, that's the better way to view it. It's not, I'm writing this because, um, Hillsong, I don't want to, we don't want more Hillsong songs. Cause I said that in this last podcast that like, if you, if that is your goal, then you'll never, you'll never glean anything good from those places and you won't learn some chips, tips or tricks about actually how to write good cohesive songs too. Cause they, they write imminently singable songs. Yeah. And I don't think we do our, do we do justice to songs sometimes when we go, I'm not going to, that's, that's too much like this, this song. Yeah. Um, so the, long story short, I, I think you guys are in the right niche in the right section of, of corporate worship. And I know, and I know God's going to bless you guys because I, I, I know that you're doing it for the right reasons and, and you're not doing it to spite anyone and you're not doing it to, to, to be the big name, the next big name. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you saying that. We we do have some values that we keep out front and a lot of them are, I mean, they're all filtered through the values of our church. Um, but some of the ones that we really try to key in on are biblical integrity. We yeah. want to make sure that what we're, what we're singing is truth. That is, it's not, um, it's not supported by scripture as in like proof texting. Like we have this idea yeah. and we want to find scriptures that make sense of it. Um, yes. It's it yep. derives from scripture, and then there's this steadfast creativity, and it's it's steadfast creativity for this reason. I think for so long, content has been sacrificed at the altar of creativity, mm. and Oof, that's that is a phrase, and it has shaped the music of today. So people have found that there's more reception to maybe their creative way. And, mm -hmm. and content's just, uh, it's, it's kind of an afterthought. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's something we want to, we want to fight that movement within the church yeah. by remaining steadfast in our creativity, meaning we want to remain faithful to biblical integrity as we're creative with it. We want, we want to proclaim the excellencies of Christ, but, but we don't want to do excellence without Christ, <laughs> Yeah, if that Amen. makes sense. And so, no, yeah. Yeah, and then um, 
Yeah, I think just by and large, there was a third. There was a third uh, thought that just left my head. So there's that. <laughs> is it because your phone went off twice on in front of you, and you're like, my, my phone just buzzed, and I was like, what is happening? It's shaking the whole table. Uh, I yeah, that's why so I got distracted. That. You're like, dang it, I did. No, and I think you you hit the nail on the head, and I and I love that you're doing that. And I, if you guys are listening, I mean. You have to check out Journey Worship Co. on Spotify. Follow them on Spotify. Um, you guys have a website too, right? Uh, we're working on it right now, actually. Okay. Hopefully September 1st, we will have um, somewhere to point people. When's the, when is the album launching? The album is releasing August the 27th. Okay, good. So that's seven days after us. Okay, good. <laughs> ah. you, here's a question. Did you think, so um, do you follow Matt Papa, Matt Boswell at all? Their uh, music? Yes, I do. I really appreciate what they do. So do I. And I appreciate it so much that when I saw that they were releasing a song, they were releasing their album in September, the 9th, Matt, Matt and I said, we have to get it out before them because if we get it out after them, no one's going to listen to our stuff. Hilarious. That's so funny. Because <laughs> you know how it is. Like if, especially in a lot of corners, people are, you know, they'll, they'll be listening to Matt Pop and Matt Boswell stuff for a couple of weeks and months. And then right. you even try to release around that time, you're, you're up the creek without a paddle. Yeah. Well, so. apparently... Uh, in the industry, the week after um, Labor Day is a really heavy release week. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that until day. recently, but that's why we chose the August 27th. You should have said that. You should have said you didn't know that. You should have said, listen, Joel, when you get, when you become like me, famous, you learn, you know these things. So come on, kid. You got to, nah, nah. see, you got to pick up the slack there. See, how you nah, not know this? Can't, I can't, I can't play that. No. <laughs> I just didn't know. <laughs> We're That's, learning as well, we go, man. Amen. Yeah. Well, here's the th- here's the deal. I don't want to one. I don't want to make this podcast too long, and I want to continue the conversation. Yeah. Um. In in another co- podcast, so it's not another like not an hour podcast or something. And you're a busy guy. Um. I act like I'm busy, so just to make <laughs> it seem like I'm busy, but. We're going to continue this podcast another time. We're going to continue this conversation. But like I said, follow them on Spotify, The Journey Worship Co. Brett Perkins. Seriously, Brett, I I know that we've only just met, really. This is literally the only time we've met. We've maybe talked a couple times on Instagram, all those stupid things. Um, (laughs) But I, I know from talking to you that the Lord's hand is upon you and your ministry. And I know that you care about him. And I know that you're doing the right thing. And I hope and pray that God furthers the Journey Worship Co. in a way that, like you said, you are another source of tr- of actual truth inside a, a world right now, not just culturally outside of the church, but just in the church world that is is balancing these truths that aren't truths, these these false truths, these half truths. Yeah. But you you guys in the in the songs that you do and the stuff you put out, the Holy Spirit uses to clear the way and get rid of the the fog that's affecting all these churches. Um, and, I, and I hope and pray that he does. I mean, because I, 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 one, think you're awesome. I think you guys, what you're doing is awesome. And I respect you just as a father too, because, you know, you've got more years on me <laughs> and more kids. Uh, but I just think that there's so much ahead of you guys with the journey worship co that is going to be amazing. And if this, if I can just say I had Brett Perkins from journey worship co on my podcast, I'll be, I'll be so happy. So it's been an honor. It's been so much fun having you on, man. Well, I'm excited to continue the conversation. I think this stuff is, I think it matters. I think, um, knowing people who are fighting for the same things, uh, is encouraging. And so I really appreciate your approach on the podcast um 
being a listener now, not just uh, a guest, but a listener who has listened to a couple of episodes. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate what you're doing with this podcast to just um, maybe open people up to the conversation that what we sing in churches matters, what we think about worship matters. And so I appreciate you having me on, dude. I'm excited about uh, doing this again. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys, like I said, you know where to follow him. You can follow us on Instagram, theology of music at, uh, at, G- at theology and music at Gmail to email, but theology of music on Instagram. Uh, and with that, man, thank you guys so much, Brett. I hope you guys have a great corporate worship Sunday and you guys have a great Sunday. I love being able to say that to someone in person. Like, I hope you have a great Sunday. Brett. Yes. Yes. Thank <laughs> I you. I hope you have a great time worshiping the Lord. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. Have a good one. See ya.